The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust, episode 615. That's right, 615, we are in what was a very convenient, sort of convenient, if not for the falling sand from the ceiling, but very convenient pre-built hidey hole that we just happened to dig into here at the end of the episode. Of all the blocks and all the land here, I had to choose these two, and I did, and that means I didn't have to dig a hidey hole. But let's grab Wolfie, let's make sure he gets out of the... Oops, dang it. Dang it! Placement of the blocks, thanks to the offset from the terrain jitters and the floating points. But we, in spite of all that, are going to continue west here, like I said, in episode 615 for your Tuesday. October 18th, 2016. I had to look at the notepad to see what day it was. But I don't have to look at the notepad to remember that we're raising money for Child's Play Charity. Hey, check out that transition. Over at farlandsorbus.com, we are raising money for Child's Play Charity, helping get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world. Currently at $41,645.14. Inching, inching. Ooh, those, those, speaking of inching, those, those pigs just inched into existence. Inching our way towards our $60,000 goal for Season 6 here, when we do raise $60,000. By the way, I saw a couple questions. Okay, maybe I saw one question in the comments of the last video asking, Hey Kurt, when are you going to press F3 and tell us how far you've walked? Not until we raise that $60,000, so get on over to farlandsorbus.com, give to a great cause, also get your questions in with your donations. There's a little comment box when you donate, you can enter a question that I will see and answer, add to the list and answer in a future episode of Farlands or Bust here. A very immediately future episode, because we're running out of questions here, so when you add them right now, they will be near the top of the list. They'll be near the top of the list. Of course, I do a little bit of extracurricular ordering of myself. Not so much chronological ordering of these questions. I'm more or less... I'm more or less. I'm more or less organize them based on topic, so I can have some rather coherent themes of all the questions I answer. Usually. Sometimes not. Wolfie seems to think so. But uh, yeah, farlandsorbus.com is where you can do that, and that's also where you can learn everything else you want to know about Farlands or Bust, or Farlands and Bust, and Kurt Mac even. What, what sort of stuff do I use to record these episodes? My computers? What sort of funds we raised for Child's Play Charity previous in previous seasons, uh, as well as what what's up with the jitteriness, what's up with me not pressing F3, and all that, and all that trivial jazz, in case you're new to the series, and if you are, thank you, I, I hope you stick around, maybe you'll subscribe to the channel, maybe you'll donate to Child's Play Charity. Maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> we will see indeed. But yeah, we are continuing on since the last episode. Had some space launches happen on Sunday. I tweeted out and then watched the launch of a Chinese spacecraft. It was a crewed spacecraft, actually, to 
astronauts on board. Uh, I've forgotten the name of the craft already, but they are are up and safe and in space. So now there are five people in space. There's a website, how many people are in space right now.com, I think is what it is. And it'll just give you a number of how many people are in space right now. So right now it's five because we have the two Chinese astronauts as well as the three on the International Space Station. I believe at the end of the week that number will go up to eight because three more will be launching out of Russia and uh, with the Soyuz to the International Space Station. So, so, so a good number. I remember when that number would be like 16 when there was like a space shuttle at the space station. But uh, I think I think that was once. What was the most the most uh, people that were in space? I think it probably was one of those times where there were three on board the Chinese space station, three on board the International Space Station, plus seven from a docked space shuttle. So thirteen. I swear there was something like sixteen at some point. Maybe it was also. Maybe that was more or less when maybe there were six on the space station, seven servicing the Hubble, and then simultaneously three more in the uh, in, in the Chinese station. Am I wrong? Could I be wrong? There was some. There was a, a the world record for most people in space, and it was something like it might have been thirteen. Maybe it was thir- maybe it was something disappointing like twelve or thirteen, or or maybe it was like sixteen or seventeen. I swear it was one of the one of the higher. 16s or 17s or something like that. But regardless, that's not happening anytime uh, too soon right now, since we don't have that many stations or spacecraft available to be simultaneously flying. But that's alright, that was a cool launch to watch regardless. And then of course today, it was due Sunday, but today, Monday, when I'm recording this, you're watching this on Tuesday if you watch it when it releases, um, on Monday... Return to flight for the Antares, the orbital ATK Antares rocket, carrying the Cygnus spacecraft, which is the International Space Station resupply craft of of that company. A lot smaller, the smallest of the resupply craft. But this one going to the International Space Station, uncrewed, uncrewed by the way, obviously. But this was the one that famously, two years ago, exploded seconds off the launch pad in quite dramatic fashion, actually. Look at this mountain. Wow, this is a big old mountain. <laughs> I mean, it's just a big old bear mountain as well. There's bears. There's bears everywhere. No, no, I mean, it has no grass or anything. It's it's a, It's a. got this really neat sand situation, this, this sand dune, this drift, if you will. But then it, in and of itself, is, I guess, technically in a one of those basin biomes that I am so fond of. But then you got this nice flat wall. Whoa! Whoa! All right, Kurt, let's start watching our steps a little bit, shall we? Shall we? But yeah, that Cygnus spacecraft took off, and it was without, without issue, thankfully. And an interesting one. We actually watched it live on one of my live streams over on twitch.tv slash Mac. Happened to be wrapping up a stream where I stopped by, played some Minecraft bingo, but then I stopped by the patron server. Just so happened to be T-10 minutes to the launch, so I'm like, hey, let's switch over to that, watch that together, and then end the stream. So that worked out alright. That worked out alright indeed. Ooh, these clouds almost killed me because I'm like, this is fine stuff to walk on. No, no. This is not fine stuff to walk on. Careful, Wolfie. Careful, Wolfie. Alright, perhaps this was fun to explore. 
Holy moly. But uh, maybe we should go back down the way we came up, huh? Is that, is that a good idea, Wolfie? Yep. I'll take that. I'll take that as a yes. But yeah, it was also really cool. If you missed it, um, you could probably try to fast forward through it till the end of the VOD. Careful, am I? Of uh, Monday's live stream. But I said, ah. Alright, I guess we'll take this. I, uh,. Stop by the patron server. Ah, Kevalovi! And my the, the fine patrons, and if you are a patron and you have access to the to the Minecraft server, log on and go to town. Go to town! No no, I mean like go to the actual main town. And uh, there's a new Farlanzer Bust Museum where they recreated a lot of the places in here Farlanzer Bust, like the original to to stunning detail, the the original uh, spawn cabin. They even got all the items in the chest. Right, uh, to each of the monuments, each of the F3 monuments. I forgot how tall the 699492 monument was that we built as part of the structure or the, the surrounding. There was already a pre-existing spire that I'm like, that, that spire is where I'm going to be pressing F3. And just like if we were ending a Flabathon right now, I'd be like, that mountain, that mountain right there is where I'm pressing F3. And then, of course, they even built... They rebuilt... Kafalave! They rebuilt the uh, the Juno spacecraft from the Mindcrack server. Even little things like the... The very famous... Hanging cabin... Of when we turned around and walked east for a little bit. Which we will not discuss much further. <laughs> these, were, these were dark times. These were dark times in, in Farlands of Bustitude. We were... We were hurting for donations to Child's Play Charity. Grasping at straws. But we survived, and we continue on, and we continue now west, as we continue to do. Indeed! To do indeed, indeed to do. <laughs> you may also notice, by the way, uh, something I revealed in that live stream on Monday. Voice might sound slightly different. Slightly different. I am indeed using a new microphone headset scenario here. I still have the other microphone, the Rode Procaster, but I'm trying out this Audio-Technica broadcast headset, so it's a microphone built into headphones. A little bit more freeing on the uh, the movement. Specifically, I wanted it specifically more so for racing games, which I've done so many of recently. Uh, specifically sim games that require the wheel and pedal setup. It's just a little bit easier not to also then have to worry about if, you, if you've watched my like Dirt Rally videos or anything. Whoops, punched the microphone. That's because the microphone has to be in my face, and, and the wheel is also kind of in my face, so it's a little bit difficult to avoid contact there, but also just a little, little bit easier, a little bit of a different... a little bit kind of tweaking the the audio voices. Uh, did a little bit of that on stream, so hopefully it sounds all right and isn't too different. Well, I'll get used to it and carry on, as I will go to sleep right now, and we'll carry on in the morning. <laughs> And a new microphone-ness. A new microphone-ness indeed. How do I sound, Wolfie? Nope, nothing? Alright. How about... Whoops. How about I give you one more of these? Yo. You, with the glasses. There we go. And then we'll actually... I noticed some uh, sheep. We need some... A little bit more wool. We can make it through this episode, but I don't want to... I don't want to forget. We often forget of items, and then we uh, are out of them. When we when we least expect it, I will expect it. 
Ooh, speaking of expecting things, let's not expect to jump down there, shall we? So yeah, that was really neat uh, on the Patreon server to see. A really cool community that I'm, once again, it's one of those things that's just kind of... I wouldn't say it's an afterthought, but something I didn't expect is like, oh, I'm going to make a, a Minecraft fan server for patrons. And, uh, you know, oh, geez, I hope it just doesn't, like, die and nobody plays on it, or I hope it just doesn't, like, a bunch of people who don't know what to, what to do, or they don't, you know, all just a bunch of individuals. But no, no, they've created quite their community without me there, uh, which is great, because it's, it's, it's very, it's very hands-off for me, and I get to concentrate a bit more, obviously. Not so much on administering a server, which isn't necessarily... I don't want to be a server admin. That's that's not the job I... That's not the job I applied for! Uh, but also, it just kind of runs itself, and they've really created their own sort of ecosystem. And like I said, community and little uh, friendships amongst themselves, which is really great. And of course, they allow me to pop in from time to time, which is very nice of them. Careful, Wolfie, careful, Wolfie. No! No, this is... I want this workbench. We left the other workbench behind. We're not going back for it. Forget about it. All right, let's carry on. And, yeah, if you if you want to know about the Patreon thing, that's uh, patreon.com slash kurtjmac. Uh, link's always in the video description. It's not something I particularly push too much, but it is uh, very important to me for, you know, necessitating the continuation of doing streams and YouTube videos and, and all that stuff. Uh, so I appreciate uh, everybody over there uh, at any level of support. Much much appreciated indeed. But regardless, let's talk about the support for Child's Play Charity and those fantabulous donors who ask these following questions. For example, an anonymous donor asks, Have you ever been locked out of your house? Hmm. I don't believe I've ever been locked out of my house. I've been locked out of my car... I think once. I'm very happy to have say, said that that's only been once that I've been locked out of my car. That was a long time ago. It was my first car. The old 1991 Cavalier that I had. I think it was a 91. Uh, I don't remember what I was doing. I was going to a Circuit City or something. And I was probably making a return or something. So I turned off the car and ran into Wolfie. I turned off the car, maybe put the keys down on the passenger seat, and then rustled about to pick up my receipt and, and whatever package I was returning, and then locked the door and walked away. And uh, re upon returning, whoops, you cannot get back inside your car. So I had to go find a payphone. <laughs> That's right, a payphone. This was before cell phones were things. I'm so old. Uh, I think I had to call, probably had to... F it was during the day as well, so like, parents were working or whatever, um, so I had to try to find somebody who could get home to get me spare keys I had at home so that I could get into the car. Didn't wasn't as big of a disaster as one would think, but ever since then, ever since you, you lock your cars in your keys, wait, strike that, reverse it, you lock your keys in your car, you tend to be a little bit more studious about making sure you have them and where they're at. I do the full the pat. I, if if anybody knows me in person or, or has seen me in person, you know that I very anxiously and frequently do the, the pat down, the self pat down, where I check both my front pockets, of course now for my phone, 
my keys in the other pocket, and then the back pocket for the wallet, just to make sure I'm not standing up and walking away or making sure I haven't been pickpocketed or something. Uh, I do that quite frequently when out in public, and I'm sure it seems like a very nervous tick, uh, but uh, it's it's one of those reassuring ticks that make sure that I have all of my faculties about me with, with all the things that I need for roaming these dangerous streets of planet Earth. So yeah, but no, I don't believe I've ever been locked out of my house. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think. I think, like, I've had to help other people break into their houses because they've been locked out, but I don't believe any of my own personal houses have I ever been locked out of. I'm pretty sure that's something I would have remembered. Yeah, like, there might have been a situation that is where I had to, like, pop out somebody's screen, window screen, to climb, to have them climb through to, like, let us in or something like that, like a friend or something like that in, in high school or whatever, but, but I'm not remembering anything uh, regarding myself being locked out or anything like that, so A plus, Kurt, A plus for your, uh, your not getting locked out-itude. That's, that's, that, now that's an achievement. That's a Steam achievement right there. Jinglestog, a.k.a. the Race Stewards. Uh, a couple episodes ago, we talked about spoilers. Spoiler alerts. Spoiler alerts. Luke, I am your father. Jinglestog would also like to know how I feel about spoilers. But not those kind of spoilers. In the sense of spoilers and wings on cars. Are you a fan? At what point does a spoiler wing on a car get gaudy, in your opinion? Well, probably when they become non-functional. <laughs> I mean, the, the the 2004 Cavalier that I have has a spoiler. It is the kind of spoiler that I prefer. I don't like wings so much, specifically on streetcars. They don't make any sense whatsoever. On race cars, yes, they make sense. But wings on streetcars, no. No, <laughs> you're not going to be getting up to speeds or into scenarios where airflow over a wing is going to cause any sort of positive improvement to your handling or performance on the roads of America, public roads, where you're just trying to go pick up somebody from the airport or whatever. Uh, this one was actually... Is that the difference? Like, a spoiler is more just a flap. Like, the what's on the backs of the NASCAR cars. That's a spoiler. Uh, that's what the, the Cavalier has, is just a lip. It's just like a, a lip. Okay, and that makes... Sure, it's a Cavalier. Uh, but that makes it... That improves the looks a little bit. It certainly is a lot sharper of a look, to my personal opinion. Uh, the, the one I had has the, had the sport appearance package, so came with a spoiler. The Subaru... XV Crosstrek also has a spoiler, but it's a very subtle extension of the 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 roof lid, really, that then blends into the uh, the central brake light. There is an additional. I don't like it so much because it really there's an additional spoiler add-on that you can get with like the sport appearance package, or you can pay whatever to get it extra. Uh, that that literally is just bolted on top of that already existing spoiler. It makes it look kind of cool and more sporty, but I don't like the fact that it's just 
glued to the top, it seems. I'm sure it's screwed in or whatever, but it, I, I don't like that look so much uh, as as a more kind of built-in sleek look, I suppose. But I understand why they would do that, just so that they could just slap it on, as opposed to completely rebuilding the entire rear end of the, the vehicle to, to match. So yeah, I mean, those those types of uh, spoilers I'm alright with. Just like I didn't like, and a lot of people didn't like in NASCAR, the car of tomorrow. They went from a spoiler to a wing. Uh, made it look a lot more fast and furious-y, and they quickly abandoned that, didn't they? Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah. Certainly, there's there are the jokes about the fast and furious. Those young whippersnappers with their giant wings that are don't match the Honda Civic that they're driving or whatever, and surely is not going to make a difference at all in their day-to-day driving, as they do. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't much care for those. I do, I do, I am, I, I will say, admit that the, the little marketing scheme that is the mechanical, uh, like hydraulic wings that are like on the Jaguar F-Type or the newer uh, Audi TTs or, or uh, you know, I think Porsches have them and, and things like that. The ones that like extend and flap up and like depending on what speed you're going at, those are pretty cool. Those are pretty cool. <laughs> Just from like a nerdy like, hey, that's awesome. It's a robot. <laughs> My car's transforming into a race car with its additional spoiler that pops up. That's cool. I'll, I'll admit to uh, falling victim to that marketing ploy. I'll take it. But uh, but otherwise, no, it's not necessarily something I particularly look to add to my vehicles, nor a, a feature that it, that is a must-have or anything like that on a vehicle I would purchase. Um, but yeah, let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. <laughs> And a spoiler alertsness. We've had some very mountainous views this episode. Nice mountains you got there. This one on the left is a little bit more of a gradual one. Very nice. Very nice. Well done, Minecraft. Well done, random terrain generation. Karen asks, I've noticed a number of auto-generated UK car license plates which which start with FL08, which looks like FLOB if you type it out. I smile every time I spot one, and it got me thinking, what are your thoughts on custom license plates? <laughs> I was also thinking of Forza Horizon 3. Do you have one? Do you want one? Keep heading west. I do not have one. Oh, whoa, whoa, that guy shot straight up. Wolfie, get back here. That's probably a spider spawner? But there also happens to be skeleton down there. Hold on. This requires some investigation. Ooh. I think it might just be a big old open room where a bunch of stuff has spawned, actually. That, I think, is probably the most accurate... Yeah, I think that's the accurate... Alright, never mind. Wolfie, let's continue on. 
Tis a silly place. Woo! Tis a very silly place. Wolfie almost fell in with them. Um, I don't have any. I, I just took what was given to me. Um, not for my, again, not for my, like, day daily drivers, I wouldn't get one. A, they're, like, expensive, first of all. Um, but yeah, no, I don't have uh, any vanity plates or anything like that. I, I, I understand them, I guess. To, to me, it's almost like a tattoo. I'd take a long, too, too long of a time trying to figure out, ooh, what, what's the most clever thing I could choose uh, to be stuck with or whatever. But I could see, I could see if eventually I am fortunate enough to achieve my fun car, quote-unquote, aspirations, trying to get a, a vanity plate for one of those. Maybe, maybe, I'm not sure. Uh, really, again, not a not an essential part of the vehicle I wish to drive, much like spoilers or anything like that. Ooh, look at this! It's a dude! It's Tree Dude! He's telling us to go north, everybody. Or south, actually. South. He's telling us to go south. Do we listen to him? Or should we go east, Mr. Tree Man? Should we go east again? <laughs> or south? He's telling us to go south. Oh, that's pretty hilarious. I know what my thumbnail's gonna be. Boop. <laughs> uh, thank you for your guidance, oh giant tree head man. It is much appreciated, and we shall heed your your input and head in this direction, if not just for a little bit, maybe. Maybe he was just warning us, don't go that way, go around this way, as Wolfie spawns in front of us. Oh, there we go. Tree man, show in the way, and Farlands are bust. Tree man, da na 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 na, Farlands are bust. Da -da. Tree man, <laughs> sorry. Oh, Wolfie, Wolfie, breaking our boat as we're in a boat. All right, I should stop trying those things right now, maybe. All right, well, Tree man, you took us over into a place that has a bunch of icebergs in it. It's not really passable by boat, but I guess we'll. We'll go this way. Ooh, maybe he was pointing us to this. As if something amazing in this cave. Something. Ooh. As he drops down. No? Nothing amazing? Tree man? Tree man has let us down. This is a dead end, I think. Tree man! He let us down. We shouldn't have listened to Tree man! <laughs> oh, man. It's a it's another late night recording of Far Lands of Bus, by the way. If you if you saw that that uh, screen cap uh, 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 timestamp, 9 p.m. here, <laughs> recording. Not too late, but again, like I said, I had to do some streaming. I had to. I was forced. It's under contract. No, not really. Um, what was I gonna answer? Oh yeah, the the the, the vanity plates. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's always kind of interesting when you're behind somebody with vanity plates trying to sound it out or figure it out to see how clever they were at, like, woo, getting things to... getting certain numbers or words to sound like other numbers or words to, to say something clever or whatever. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't really I don't really know anybody who, who went out of their way to get vanity plates. It's mostly for me the money. It's like, I don't know what it is to license a car or whatever, but it's like another hundred or so bucks on top of that to get a vanity plate if you want it, I think. 
and then you have to like sit around and wait for it on a temporary tag as opposed to just picking up whatever random one they have there at the DMV. It's a it's a laziness and convenience. Sort of uh, scenario in my personal opinion. But yeah, that was a that was a new one. That was a new question. Thank you very much, Karen. My This is this is ooh, there's a lot of tubes around here. Tubes! Tree man set us to the land of tubes. Uh yeah, this person just said signed, comma, my. So either your name is my or the word you were trying to say after my got cut off. So I'm gonna call you my. My asks, has anything in your coffee brewing changed? What beans have you been drinking lately? I'm currently having a cup of Canada's Kicking Horse Coffee. Signed, my. Uh, not much has changed since my last update. I, as you all know, started drinking coffee with a French press. Right, right to the top, right to the source of things. Uh, then I changed to a Chemex. I broke the Chemex because they're very, very fragile. And then I got a uh, a Hario pour-over, uh, one of the just the white uh, funnels, the ceramic funnels uh, that you put on top of either a mug or, or another wessel to contain your coffee. And then I recently um, went to a an all-in-one. There's this all-in-one uh, Hario brewer that looks a lot like a a. Uh, a Chemex, except it accepts the uh, the Hario kind of top and stuff. Um, so yeah, nothing has really changed about that. I'm still I'm still grinding my own beans. I'm still doing that. Uh, what sort of beans? I sw- I switch it up. Much like when I drank more whiskey than I currently do, I would always, I wouldn't just like ooh get one bottle every time or one brand or anything like that. I switch it up to get different flavors. Tried out. Obviously, you all know Intelligentsia. Tried out. Stumptown is really good out of Portland. Um, there's even a few more from Chicago uh, that that are quite uh, decent as well. Um, I'm, their, their names escape me at the moment. Um, I tried out locally. There is Cartel Coffee here in in Phoenix. Is kind of the the intelligentsia of Phoenix. There's also one called Press. Or is that from Chicago? See, I'm even forgetting where all these are from. Press Coffee, I think, was one. Um, one that turned out to be pretty good that I kind of liked was uh, a much smaller, uh, what are they called? Roaster? Bergie's, Bergie's Coffee was pretty good. Um, a little bit of a, a smaller setup, like I said, a little bit of a less selection because of that, but that's alright. I'd like to try out different things. Uh, I, actually, I actually recently ran out of my last bag of coffee, and I had to pick up some from the grocery store, so I'm not really rolling on the finest of beans right now. But uh, I'm, I'm trying to decide. Well, maybe. Hey, help! Help me decide. If you uh, in the uh, the comments below want to suggest, uh, like, if you want to get as specific as say from Intelligentsia, get this specific bean because it's great, uh, or or wherever. Uh, maybe maybe leave me a suggestion. Maybe I'll I'll, I'll order a bag and and try it out uh, if it's not too unreasonable, uh, and then uh, we'll go from there. Yes. Suggest some beans for Kurt. Give me your beans. This is the new segment. Give me your beans on Farlands or Bust. <laughs> Give it the beans. There we go. Even that's even better. Oh man, 
Yeah, let me know, because, uh, yeah, this the store-bought coffee is doing all right. I mean, the way I brew it, it certainly tastes a lot better than, say, like, hotel coffee or something, but um, it's still not, not, not my greatest of adventures in the world of brewing coffee. And uh, looking to find something else. So yeah, leave, leave me some suggestions. Leave me some suggestions in the comments below. Um, comments have really died lately, so maybe we can reinvigorate them uh, with a little bit of uh, question and answer. This time you guys answer my cues in the comments below. I'm trying to... let's try to make it to the other side of this hill here, and we'll make the hidey hole on the top or the side, or... Oh, well, I guess it's gonna be the top. Because there really isn't much of a side. Alright, here we go. Right... Oh, I don't have a torch. That's right, I used them in that... place that turned out to not be a place. Alright. Hey, Wolfie! Have a seat. Well done. And then this will indeed wrap up our episode 615 of Far Lands of Bust. That'll also wrap up that shovel, I guess. Good thing I made three swords instead, you nugget. Alright, we'll have to make a new shovel here. But yeah, this will wrap up episode 615 of the series. Let me remind you once again to go to farlandsorbust.com if you want to, say, learn some more about the series, but also donate to Child's Play Charity, we're not pressing that F3 until we raise that $60,000 for Child's Play Charity. Of course, more and more importantly, you get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world. That is what Child's Play Charity does. Woof, Wolfie agrees. Wolfie, that has the Wolfie seal of approval, as it always has. Uh, let's... Make an iron shovel. All my tools are about to break. But you know what? I'm already a bit over-encumbered with all these swords I'm carrying. Uh, let's make some more torches. Uh, you know what? Hope I don't need coal for anything except torches, because we just use it all. And let's reclaim our workbench. And thank everybody for uh, sticking around, for watching the shoe. Let let all your friends know if it's something you enjoy. Spread it around. There's this crazy, crazy person who sings to the different structures in Minecraft and has been walking to the Far Lands for five and a half years in Minecraft Beta 173. And he won a Guinness World Record for it. Woo! Woo! <laughs> is that it? Woo? Nothing? Okay. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time.
Tree Man!